0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and our guest today is Brad Shapoulis. Brad is the Baxter City Administrator. Brad, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Tess. It's Mm -hmm. great to be here.
0: Yeah. Well, we're uh, getting towards the end of the year. Uh, did we finalize the budget?
1: Yes. Uh, on December fifth, council held the Truth and Taxation, or what is commonly known as Truth and Taxation meeting. Uh, and then the following night, did adopt uh, the twenty twenty three budget, um, the uh, levy budget, our operating budget of eight point three million, which is a seven point three percent increase over twenty twenty two, or uh, just about a five hundred and sixty thousand dollar increase over. Um, the operating budget for 2022. That what uh, that that uh, is reflective of of inflation. I oh, think yeah. inflation is like 7.8. So oh. underneath that, mm-hmm. I know that they're supposed to come out with new numbers today. But as of last month, the number was 7.8, I believe. So so we're 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 happy to be able to get through that. Obviously, uh, it was a uh, long road mm-hmm. into, into adopting a preliminary back in September to here. Uh, but through that process, we went from 9.8% down to 7.3, knocking off about $200,000 uh, in the proposed budget. So,
0: And just uh, for those that aren't uh, uh, familiar with how this all works, I mean, you have department heads and everybody is uh, thinking of what th- it's going to cost mm-hmm. to run their department the next year and Based on, like you say, inflation. There's a number of factors, isn't there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We start the process all the way back in July Mm -hmm. when we hand the twenty or the current year budget and ask the department heads to go through and forecast the operating needs uh, in the upcoming year, or in this case, 2023. Um, With that, is replacement of vehicles, replacement of equipment. Uh, we do have replacement schedules, so we budget financially every year for the replacement of those so that we don't have those ebbs and flows mm-hmm. every year in, in, in regards to the t- total cost of operation. We try and keep that as steady as possible when it comes to capital replacement. Uh, but, yeah, and then we go through and, and try and define wants versus needs and, and get back down to the needs uh, of there, and that's how we landed at that uh, number of $8.3 million. Or that $560,000 increase.
0: Very good. So that's final.
1: That is final. Ready to go.
0: 2023, here we come. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, uh, last time you were here, we talked about some of the election results. But now I understand you have a vacancy on the Baxter City Council?
1: We do. With the results of the election for the school board, we have Councilmember John Ward, who has tendered his resignation. That was accepted by the council at the last meeting on December 6th. In declaring that vacancy, the city council has uh, determined to uh, appoint the an individual to f- finish the term of Mr. Ward, uh, which is a two-year term. Two year, Two okay. 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 At the end of 2024. Uh, with that, they are now accepting applications for anyone who is interested. So a Baxter resident of the age of 21, a registered voter, uh that has interest in in serving <coughs> in some capacity uh, to its local unit of government, mm-hmm. we would encourage them to apply. Applications are available on the city's website, uh, which is www.baxtermn.gov, under the news section mm-hmm. of the website. Okay. We are accepting applications until December 28th. Council will review those applications the, week, the first week in January with anticipation of scheduling interviews the week of January 17th and making a decision on the appointment around that same time in, in the week of the 17th of okay. January.
0: So there's a bit of a process there. Yep. But the first step yep. is those that are interested should apply on the Baxter City website. Correct. Hmm. Very good. Um you had quite a busy year uh this year with a lot of buildings going up uh, if you had to kind of give us a nutshell version uh, what what does it look like it, it it was a pretty busy year wasn't
1: it yeah it was a a very successful year obviously we've got a few more we've got a few more days uh, prior to the end of the calendar year, but uh, as you know it's hard to start construction in the in the in the snow mm-hmm. though it 's not impossible <laughs> but it's difficult right uh, that being said, it was a very fruitful year for the city of Baxter or development within the city of Baxter and each of the sessions that i've uh, recorded with the two of you over the course of the last eleven months talked about that, uh, but uh, we've had a lot of activity from uh, the filling of the J.C. Penney uh, store, the former J.C. Penny store with home goods and Hobby Lobby. Office Max being converted to Michael's. And that was recently announced, yep. yeah. Yep. Uh, the new car wash in front of, of Walmart that's currently under construction. Mm. We've had <clears throat> completion of build-outs of buildings within... A new construction and additions within the industrial park with Lindar Corporation and Liftech Marine. Um, some conversions of some some existing space at Water Motors, uh, opening up a storefront um, just south of Christmas Point, and, and then uh, new construction of uh, North Medical Supply, uh, right, going uh, just north of Mid Minnesota Federal Credit Union there on Isle Drive. Mm-hmm. So th- that's just a, a flavor of that, you know, of what was going on in 2023, and we are hopeful based upon what we're seeing, we see another fruitful year in 2023.
0: Excellent. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That's happened. It is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and economically for the city, that's pretty big to, you know, I was thinking of the J.C. Penny Building in particular. That sat there empty for a few years. Several
1: years. Yeah.
0: To have that, uh, have tenants again. Uh, there's jobs involved. There's revenue. I mean, it's it's a pretty big deal, isn't it?
1: it? Has a, a large economic benefit not only to the city of Baxter but to the whole Brainerd Lakes region, right? Uh, with employment, you know, not all of the individuals who work there will be living in Baxter. They'll live within the region. Mm-hmm. They spend their money within the region, not only Baxter. Um, <clears throat> And then from Baxter's standpoint, the sales tax, which goes to repair and and help us with our maintenance of our roads, Uh, yeah, absolutely, it impacts the community overall, not only the city of Baxter.
0: Yeah, and Hmm. actually, that goes. uh, The same goes for all the developments that we're seeing. It's good to see those buildings. uh, get filled right away the ones that are empty
1: yeah absolutely and then new construction on top of that so diversifying the the tax base a little bit (laughs) very good so with that you know the residential you know we talked about the commercial but the residential side we've seen quite a bit of activity as well and that's
0: good Uh, considering uh, the need for housing right now we've talked about this Yeah, yeah
1: across the the full spectrum um Permits that have been issued and where uh, buildings are under construction, may that be single family or multifamily, as uh, 246 units that we're adding to the market uh, mm-hmm. that are currently either completed or currently under construction. Uh, that's broken down with 22 single family homes and then the remainder of being apartments. Uh, may that be the Grace Wynn Senior Housing mm-hmm. uh, on Glory Road, just west of Walmart. Or the Pinehurst Apartments, which is being built here just south of the industrial park, mm-hmm. uh, just south of Teahive. Uh, the first two buildings are under construction, uh, which are 57 units apiece. Um, mm-hmm. The entire development there, when completed, which is over a four- or five-year period, will create a 289 units t- in total. Wow. Uh, but wow. the first two are 57 units apiece, so... Uh, Good start. 114 <laughs> units right off the bat. Yeah. And then finally, um, while they broke ground... <coughs> Um, But whether, you know, put them to a a halt is is the lofts at Novotny, which is just south of Jack Pine, which is a 64-unit apartment complex. So quite a bit of of construction activity, uh, not only on the commercial side, but also on the residential side.
0: Yeah, that's very good. busy year.
1: Yeah, that is good.
0: And uh, right now, if I were a test, I'd be asking you to tease us with something that's coming in 2023.
1: But uh...
0: anything you got for us, there, Mr. Shapulis?
1: No, anything is in preliminary talks. And okay, I'm not, not at liberty to say. Okay. <laughs> Cut our mics, no, kids.
0: All right. Um, of course, uh, the city also providing some outdoor recreation for its residents here in the winter, and it's been a tough <laughs> year for
1: <laughs> yeah
0: for the ice skating rinks to get put in place.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the weather being conducive, we started flooding the ice, uh, our icing uh, rinks, rinks yeah. uh, both at OK Park and at Lauren Thompson Park, and. uh and yeah, we had to come to a grinding halt because the temperature wasn't getting below freezing the last few days, and now with the pending storm, uh, we, we're, we're going to see some delays. But ultimately, the goal uh, is to, and if weather permitting, Mother Nature allowing, <laughs> you know, is that we'll open right around the 23rd as as the students are, are exiting the school for Christmas break. We sh- we're hoping to be have both facilities open.
0: That'd be great. We'll have to just wait and see on that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: If anybody is is sitting on the edge of their seat wanting to know, uh, we will update our our Facebook page as soon as, as we know a definitive date that will open. Okay.
0: And the Christmas lighting contest, is that over?
1: Uh, The Christmas lighting contest, I believe, is on the final legs of of the competition. I believe that uh, submissions had to be in, and now it's to the scoring. Uh, I do not believe that they have made a final determination, but I know with our our partners at the dispatch, uh, they will be announcing that in print as soon as Uh they make an announcement. Oh,
0: that'll be fun. Exciting. Do we have anybody in this building that might be part of that? Do you know? Living in Baxter, right? mm-hmm. gee, okay, I'm not sure.
1: All right, well, well you sure. know, it doesn't necessarily have to be homes. You guys can deck out the the studio here, and oh yeah,
0: <laughs> now you come tell on, us. Clark Griswold, do your thing. Okay, <laughs> um, and and you know, when we do our contests here, we're we're ineligible. Are you eligible to win oh. in? in?
1: Um or I'm, city Hall. I, I believe we probably are, being that it's not city funds that are, are being uh. utilized to it. <laughs> However, I... I a minimalist as, as, as possibly as I can.
0: <laughs> okay. You're a man after my own heart then, Brad. <laughs> well, nevertheless, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and yeah. thank you for uh, being part of the Community Focus lineup here this year and look thank forward you. to seeing you next year to keep us up to speed on what's happening in Baxter.
1: Absolutely. I thank both of you for the time and the, the platform to be able to talk about the things going on in Baxter. No problem. Thank thank you, Merry, Christmas.
0: Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. Brad Shepoulis is the Baxter City Administrator. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.